I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with Coach Leanne Williamson from the University of South Dakota. Thanks so much for joining us, Leanne. Well, thanks for having me, Morgan. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're super excited to get to know you and look into your team and your season and just get to know you better. So I guess um, just to start off, I wanted to ask you if you could tell us about the highs and lows of your season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this year, um, you know, I, I think that we, well, I know that we had a lot more highs than we did lows. Um, you know, we had our, our best uh, season in program history. Um, and I've been here for about 11 years, so I kind of got to see the program evolve in, in a lot of different ways. And um, this was kind of the, um, I would say, the one year that we uh, achieved more than what we have in the past. So we finished 31-3. and three. Um, So when you think about highs and lows, oh, wow. I think a lot of people think about wins and losses. Um, and if we look at it that way, we didn't have a ton of lows. Um, we lost our first... Our first match of the season was our, our first loss of the season was our fourth match of the year and then um, went on a very long win streak. So it was a lot of highs in regards to the wins and losses. I think the thing that was interesting this year for our team and I think for me personally was the fact that we won as many matches as we did. There were a lot more, um, some different challenges that we faced as a coaching staff and as a team. And when you're winning as much as you are, I think you can – um, at times start to feel complacent. You can say, hey, we're really good right now. You know, we, um, we're doing this well, we're doing this well. And I think sometimes, especially for the team, it can be easy to um, kind of forget about that growth process still. Um, and we talk a lot about trusting the process and we talk about obviously where we start at the beginning of the year being very different than where we were at the end of the year. So I think for myself, at least, um, some of the lows, although I wouldn't say they were a normal low, um, was sometimes even just really, you know, trying to figure out and maybe trying to, you know, be my head against the wall sometimes, like, how do we keep the team motivated? How do we make sure that, you know, we're still moving in the right direction? And I think as a program, they did very well with it. But I think for myself as a coach, that's probably where I felt the most stress at times. Um, you know, the highs, obviously, every win um, was memorable. But I think one of the um, couple of the main things is, um, we won all four of our preseason tournaments. Um, we went undefeated in conference in our regular season this year. So we won with a 16-0 and record, which was um, incredible. And whoever, when, whenever you're on a team, you know, winning that many in a row and not having a loss through conference when there is just so much, teams are all very good and anybody can beat you on any, any night um, was a, a really big accomplishment for us. Um, you know, one of the, probably the biggest lows that our team had just as a whole is being left out of the NCAA tournament. Um, we lost in our conference tournament in the, in the semis, which was a, um, obviously a, a big upset, um, not the kind that we wanted at that moment. Um, so we were kind of at the mercy of them to give us possibly an at-large um, bid, and we didn't get that. So um, I still remember that day we were sitting as a team watching the, the selection show, and uh, that was very difficult for our program and um, because they had put in so much work and they wanted it, you know, that was something that was a goal they had set for themselves and um, it's hard. And that's what's, that's, what's fun about sports, but it's also what's so hard about sports is you invest so much. So see it not come to, um, you know, to light in that moment was difficult. Now, 
that low brought us to another high, made it to the NIVC tournament, which is um, kind of that secondary tournament in our, um, in our sport right now. And we made it all the way to the finals. Um, we did end up losing to a very good Georgia Tech team, um, but it was an incredible atmosphere. It was an incredible run for our team. Um, we had over 2,400 people there in our final match, and we hosted throughout the entire way. So, um, you know, a low that could have been such a negative for our team turned into a really big positive because they were able to embrace a new challenge. But um, you know, every year the highs and lows change. Um, sometimes it's more wins and losses. Sometimes maybe it's an injury. Um, but those are things that I, I know we as a coaching staff really enjoy because it, it's constantly a challenge. It's constantly um, making you think outside the box and find ways to help your team and to help your program kind of make those strides throughout the year. You know, I can see how being a coach would take up so much of your time. So how do you balance out like being a coach and being a mom? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's something that I'm very adamant about. Um, it's something that I am very open um, with anybody who wants to talk to me about of kind of what that life looks like. And when I got into coaching, um, I, was, I was blessed to have played as an athlete for um, two different female coaches that were moms, that were married, that had those, that family life. And, um, you know, they really modeled for me what it could look like, you know, to be able to be a very successful coach and also be a successful um, wife and mother. And well, so when I got into coaching, that was something that I was, um, I felt very strongly about. And uh, I was, I was single when I first started, um, when I started in the assistant position and um, worked my way up. And by the time I had applied for the head coaching position, um, I had just gotten married um, I found out I was pregnant with twins actually at the time oh, wow. before, I, before I even got the job. So, um, you know, my husband and I knew that it wasn't going to be easy, but it was something that I fully believed in. Um, and it's something that I take very seriously. You know, I think it's, you know, being at our level and being a coach in this position, um, we have the ability to help our student athletes grow throughout their time here and show them, you know, not only how to get better as a, as, a, um, as a volleyball player and as a student, but even, you know, how to form those relationships and be good in those situations. And so much of it comes down to balance. So, you know, for me, I want my family to be a part of our, our program. I want our players to feel comfortable and know what my family, um, you know, my kids come to practice occasionally, usually when they're sick. Um, and it's not me that gets distracted. It's actually my other coaches, oh. uh, assistants. but, um, you know, I think that's important. You know, in, in the end, my number one job is being a mom. And, um, you know, if I am needed, you know, I will, I will obviously make sure that my family comes first. And, and our team knows that, um, actually that first year of being a head coach, I missed three of our weekends. Um, two of them leading up to the birth of my twins because I wasn't allowed oh. to travel. Um, and then one the weekend after, you know, that I wow. had kids. And, um, you know, I, I did my best. I came to practice every day and I made sure that I was as involved as I could be. Um, but the doctor didn't let me do more than that. And at the time, it was probably good for me uh, to yeah. have to step back <laughs> a little bit. But, you know, now I have three kids. Um, I just had another baby in June and my baby traveled with me for the first couple of weekends in the season. And, wow. um, I think for me, again, it, it, 
being a mom makes me a better coach. And I believe that being a coach makes me a better mom. So um, that's something that when we recruit players, they know about me, they know about our program, they know what that balance means. And it's something that, um, you know, I've told my husband, I've told my other assistant coaches, if I ever lose that part of me, I'm done coaching. Um, because I, I believe that balance is huge, but I believe I can be a successful mom and I believe I can be a very successful coach. Um, it just takes time. It takes patience. It takes, takes balance, it takes a lot of time management at times and um, just understanding kind of what my priorities are um, throughout the year. Wow. No, and I feel like that's, that's good for everyone to know. So thank you so much for sharing that because balance, I agree. I think it's very important. And I, I think that's, that's honestly probably what helps your team out so much is being a good, well-balanced coach. I'm sure your team picked up from you, you know? I mean, I'd like to think so. And, you know, I think a lot of them are very independent people. I mean, we do recruit a lot of people that fit into our system and our program as well. But, you know, for them, we talk about, you know, you're, you're a student, you're an athlete, you're a friend, you're a daughter, you know, you're a girlfriend, you know, and in those situations, you can do it all. You just got to figure out how to best utilize your time. You know, we, one of the things we say is when you're at volleyball, that's your number one priority. You shouldn't be thinking about school. You shouldn't be thinking about relationships. Um, but when you leave volleyball, like it's okay to leave volleyball in the gym, you know, you can go and and study and do really well in school and then have that social life. And, um, I, I think it's something that our players, I think they enjoy. I think it's something that they're very good at. And yet you see them grow throughout their time here and just honestly get better at it, you know, each year that they're here. Wow. And that's awesome because those those are traits that are going to leave with them after they're done with their sport too. I mean, we like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it will. It will. I, I know it will. <laughs> well, and thank you so much for sharing that. And so you made me curious, like how did you get to be a coach in the first place? Like what inspired you to do that? Take that route. Um, you know, I, have always really, really enjoyed volleyball. Um, it's something that I had grown up kind of in the gym. My mom was just a, a grade school coach. And, um, so my sister and I were always, you know, on the sidelines peppering while she was running her practices. And, um, you know, we, both my sister and I played other sports. So, you know, if my sister had a soccer game, I was on the sideline playing volleyball. And, um, I, I loved kind of, I just fell in love with the sport. I fell in love with the team aspect of it. I fell in love with the competitiveness. Um, and I mean, to be a little bit fair, I guess I was good at it. So <laughs> yeah. it probably helped as well. But, um, you know, once I really, once I got to college and I saw, Um, I saw how many, obviously, just successful coaches there were and the fact that they got to continue to be around the sport and, um, and help people, you know, I mean, I, our coaches, my coaches that I got to play for, um, you know, even through my high school days and my club days, like I remember so many of them and what they taught me. And that was something that was always very intriguing to me of the fact that I got, I could give back to not only a sport, but to um, other people, uh, when it comes to, you know, something that really impacted me in my life. So, mm-hmm. um, out of college, well, actually I was still in college at the time, but, um, I was doing my student teaching and a former coach that I had played for, uh, through club, um, and actually a family that I had known for a very long time, um, had gotten this job out of South Dakota and he wow. had approached me to, um, be his graduate assistant at the time. And, and honestly, at the moment, I thought that was perfect. You know, I got to get my master's and, um, you know, kind of get that next stage of my life done. But then I also got to, um, I got to get into coaching and just see what it was like. You know, it was, a, obviously I was 
still working a lot and still impacting the game and the program as much as I could, but it's a little bit of that introduction, you know, like this is what this is going to be like. And I fell in love with it. So, you know, from there I was in a GA for about a year and then became an assistant coach and was an assistant coach for about four years. Um, and then um, interviewed for the head coaching job when my former boss had left and um, took another job in, in his career path. And, and something that, I mean, I can't imagine not doing now, you know, it, it's yeah. something that um, truly I, I love going to work every day. I love being able to work with our athletes. And um, I love, one of my favorite things about coaching is watching these um, young women come in as freshmen and, and seeing them leave as seniors and just how much they grow, not only as a volleyball player, but as a student and as a person and um, just the maturity that comes with it. And um, that's something that I just don't think you can fully explain just how um, special it is to be a part of that. I love that. I love listening to coaches' stories on how they became a coach because you can tell the passion that they have for the sport. And I, I love that you said, like, you love going to work. I love it, which is why right now this is killing me. I, I'm, not allowed, <laughs> I'm not allowed to go to work. So I'm you know, working from home and it's just, it's different. You know, it's hard not to see our players every day and um, you know, talking to them now, uh, you know, just checking in on them, seeing how they're doing and, um, they're rock stars. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna do great through this time, but I don't think it's anything that, I don't think it's something that any of us really wanted, you know, I mean, we didn't want to have to, um, you know, leave, leave work or leave, um, leave school and they're all at home now, you know, doing their schooling at home and not being able to be in the gym with us is tough, but, um, it's something that I know that when we get back and we are able to play again, um, I, I don't think any of us are going to ever take it for granted. It's, it's true. I've been thinking a lot about that, how I think people are going to appreciate things more, you know? Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. What's one of your most memorable travel experiences? Uh, so for me, um, you know, when I think about that question, you know, we've had some, um, I would say cool travel, you know, I mean, we went to Hawaii with our team one year, we went to San Francisco one year. And, um, you know, those things are, um, those are experiences that I, I, I really enjoy. Um, and I'm sure you've heard me talk about our team a little bit, but I think they're really good people. So for us, we really enjoy traveling with our team. You know, we enjoy the long bus trips at times, you know, we enjoy getting on a flight and going doing, and going and doing something just new for the majority of, of us. And um, the amount of time that they get together at restaurants and in the hotel. And, um, you know, I, those are situations that I don't think you can fully, um, you know, describe what that means to a team all the time. But for me, one of the most memorable travel experiences is um, we actually went out to Denver, uh, Colorado a couple years, well, two years ago now, and um, played um, at Denver University and um, in our conference tournament. And we are kind of the underdogs coming in. The team that had won the regular season had gone um, undefeated. And then uh, we came in and were able to knock them off in the championship game. And wow. for us, that was something that as a program that we hadn't achieved before. Um, we hadn't been able to go to the NCAA tournament before and winning that match gave us the berth in the NCAA tournament. So, and then we went to Creighton and, and played wow. there in our first round. So I think for our program, that was a, one of the most memorable experiences just because it was, it was that moment where it was like, you know, things kind of fell into place. Um, you know, we achieved something that nobody else before us had, and it was a very special moment to be a part of. But, um, you know, again, beyond that, 
Um, you know, we always take them out to a, a really fancy type restaurant, you know, at the conference tournament. So, you know, going out to eat and seeing how happy they were and, um, you know, listening to them laugh together. And, yeah. um, you know, again, the travel that comes into it. I mean, those things are um, things that we very much enjoy as, as a coaching staff and as a program. So to not only have this great travel experience, but then to see our team achieve something so special um, is definitely a a moment that I'm not going to forget anytime soon or, or probably ever, but um, you know, just the amount of smiles and, and, you know, the players and their parents hugging afterwards. And it's just something that um, it, it, it's a very special thing when that can happen. And now we've had other situations like that um, since then, but um, you know, now I, I think when I really look at that first time um, that's one that's definitely going to stick in my mind for a while. No, I love that because I feel like college sports, especially when you travel together, your team just gets closer, you know, and it's a, it's a closeness that you can't get anywhere else, you know, traveling just brings your team closer. So I loved hearing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you're an athlete wanting to play for a team or university, what would your advice be to them? Uh, you know, I think um, in terms of, you know, just thinking about that, what that next goal is, is just constantly remembering that everything that you're doing, um, you know, from the time that you set that goal is going to um, set you up for achieving it. And it's not always the easiest thing, um, but I think you got to continue to put into perspective kind of what it takes to get to that point. And it does take hard work and it takes, um, it takes time and it takes effort and it, uh, but it also takes being able to step away and, and remember to enjoy the process. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think sometimes it can be like, I think even right now I look at it and I know people are, you know, people are stressed out and, and there are players that are concerned that, you know, this coronavirus is going to affect their recruitment and their ability or their opportunities to possibly play at that next level. Um, and yet, you know, there's nothing that they can control about that. So what can you mm -hmm. control? You know, you can control what you're doing every day to make yourself better, whether it's on the court, which I know a lot of people aren't able to do right now, or maybe it's working more on your mindset and, um, or putting a lot more into your studies so that you can fully achieve everything that you want to, um, you know, when the gyms do open back up. But, um, so much of this, I think even for our players, you know, we'll say it occasionally when things get really stressful, like, Hey guys, remember, like, why do we play this game? You know, we mm -hmm. play because it's fun. You know, we play because we enjoy it. It's like, yes, we all want to win. And yes, we're all very competitive, but in the end, if you don't enjoy this game, it's not going to be as worth it, you know? So, yeah. so much of it is, is remembering that like, this is fun, you know, and it's, yeah. it's fun to play in hard games and it's fun to play in, um, you know, those situations, you know, for us, we play in an IBC championship against a very good Georgia tech team. And, you know, what I think we called our first time out and we were down six zero at the time. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about in that match is like, this is what we wanted. You know, we wanted to play, one of the best teams and we wanted to be challenged and we want to have to earn everything, you know? So yeah. um, even some of the losses at times, like that's still fun. If you can step back and look at the process and look at, you know, really what, what it took to get you to that place. Um, and I think that's something that's really important. I think, especially for younger athletes that are looking at, um, you know, maybe playing at that next level is like, those goals are great, but you've got to enjoy um, the route to get you there too. And I think the more you can enjoy it, the easier it is to put in the time and the energy 
um, to hopefully get you to that spot. Wow. Yeah. And I really enjoy listening to your point of view because you're, you know, you're just talking about hard work and dedication and how you need to remember why. And I think that's what a lot of people could use to hear at this time. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. Yeah. Um, what's one thing that no one knows about you that you could share with us? Oh, well, I mean, I think when it, there's a lot, of, most people know a lot of things about me. I'm kind of an open <laughs> book when it comes to a lot of things. But, um, yeah. you know, I think if you look at probably the amount of people that are maybe listening to this that, you know, that many people don't know is, um, you know, the past year, um, my husband was actually deployed. Um, so mm-hmm. we went through a season, um, almost an entire season, and I had a child and um, you know, when you look at actually one of my previous answers of balance, um, you know, we, myself and my family, and obviously my husband still helped me from afar of, you know, we went through a pretty difficult year with him being, um, deployed with the army and the national guard. And with that, uh, I think it just continues for myself anyway, to, um, shape really, I think who I am, but what my mindset is on life, you know, and, you know, again, I look at, enjoying the process and you look at enjoying what you do um if i didn't enjoy what i did you know right now as a coach as a volleyball coach i would not have been okay with that year you know that year would have yeah. been very difficult but you know when i look at balance and i look at what um what i want to do and how i want to impact people um and how i even want to you know be a model for my own children and and for our players i think this last year in a lot of situations can, I think, prove to me that, you know, I can, I can do that. And um, it's not something that, um, you know, my family and I ever want praise for or anything from that nature. But I think for what I believe in and for what, um, you know, what I try to be, you know, on any given day, um, I think that year really showed, uh, I think, even myself at times, like how strong I could be. And, um, you know, with that, we use those experiences to to show our athletes those moments too of, hey, look what you just went through. You know, you have a player that goes through an injury, you know, maybe a, a surgery that requires six to nine months of, you know, rehab. And, you know, at those times, those are sometimes some of their lowest times um, in terms of their mentality. But, you know, for us, it's look what you accomplished, you know, look what you went through and how you came out stronger on the other side. And, um, I think that's really important, but so something that no one knows about me, but at, at the same time takes it into, again, something that I, I, I believe that we can help our, um, help the people that are involved in our program, um, see strength at times when they don't necessarily even see it themselves. Wow. Yeah. No, and that's hard too, to have a husband deployed. And so I feel like, I love that you pointed out that we don't realize like how strong we are until it happens. And then we're like, wow, we are strong enough to handle this. Absolutely. I think it was harder, uh, maybe even before and after he got home than it was during because, you know, when you need to, you just, you work through it, you do what you need to do. And uh, it went by in a, bl- uh, a blink of an eye. I'll say that. Oh, wow. I'm glad I did for you, but I'm glad that, you know, that you're strong and that people can like take something from your lesson too and learn from it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So th- no, thank you for <laughs> telling us. <laughs> oh, well, I guess what's your next adventure, Leanne? You know, my next adventure right now is really trying to figure out this whole situation. Um, you know, I um, I think every day is an adventure. I, I think that every year brings something new. And, you know, I kind of mentioned it earlier. I fully love that about coaching, um, that you never know kind of what that next challenge is going to be or that next, um, you know, even positive situation is going to be. So, 
you know, for me, I think right now as a, as a, um, myself as a coach, as our staff, um, with our program, we're trying to navigate this coronavirus situation, not Mm -hmm. being able to practice, you know, not being able to have our team in one spot and it does create some different challenges. So, you know, really for me, my next adventure is kind of trying to tackle this challenge and figure out how to make our program the best it can be come fall. Um, and that's, I mean, it's not, I don't know if this would be my most fun adventure right now, but, um, it is <laughs> yeah. something that is definitely important for us. And it's something that's going to hopefully set us up for success when we are able to get back together. But if you talk about fun adventure outside of volleyball, um, we're looking forward to some camping this summer. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that too. Well, <laughs> And I, I wish you and your team the best of luck. Thank you so much for letting us get a glimpse into your wonderful team. Well, thank you. I, again, I appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate you uh, letting me share our story. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.